The traditional drum roll. Welcome to the Clapham Ground <laughs> Podcast. Hello. Hello. I'm Ali. I'm Max. And I'm Claire. And we are part of the glorious machine is the Clapham Ground, talking about all things weird and wonderful to do with this beautiful venue and our own thoroughly entertaining but strange lives. Indeed. You said it. This week's show, we have got some incredibly hot topics yep. coming up. Spicy. Such as the Disco Ball of Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Claire's fixation with murder porn. That's right. He said it. All will be revealed. My love of the Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. Max, you seem to really like houses right now. Yeah, really into houses. <laughs> and you've lined up a special stationary caller for stationary corner. Yes, that nobody knows about. Surprise, surprise. Um, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. And why the internet is the bane of our lives. It is. Always. And we've got so much more on top of all of that. Of course, of so course. So much more. But to kick things off, we're going for the Disco Ball of Switzerland? We are oh, yeah. indeed. What's this in the bowl? We do every week. We've got our, our Disco Ball in the middle of the desk. And uh, it is Ali's turn this week to have bought an item from Sainsbury's Clapham Junction Station um, for £1. And this will be what keeps us fuelled throughout this podcast. So, Ali... Well, I've gone a bit rogue here okay. because there was so much choice. There's a lot, isn't there? At the moment. And there's a new middle aisle. I don't know. You know the middle aisle in Lidl? Middle of Lidl. Middle of Lidl. Right. So there's the end of aisle in Sainsbury's now. Mm. Where oh. they've got the end of the aisle closest oh. to the... Yeah. Hasn't got the same ring to it, but I'll go and for it. And it's got just like American sweets. Yeah. Weird things. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to go there, but then something else diverted my attention. Okay. Oh. So I bought four items. <gasps> okay. Wait. But I know I'm breaking the rules, but I'll explain why. Because right. they're four items all from the same family. Is it a Tex-Mex dip? So basically there's a... <laughs> I normally go for the three. The three. three yeah. The, the, the trio, yeah. trio the, the, of dips. The, the, the trio, yeah. The trio of dips are Tex-Mex. The four, yeah. but for just you, want you or one other person, is a bit too many. A little too many. Anyway, so there is a new uh, Hobnob range. Hitting, oh. hit, that's right. hit the market okay. okay and it's a pound a packet but they've introduced four new flavours of yeah. McVitie's Hobnobs oh is this a taste test it's a taste test what I didn't want to do you see was to go for one a week to get boring so oh, I've had to buy all four flavours in the same week so you I've actually spent hobnob. four pounds you had me a hobnob yeah <laughs> so the first one is the chocolate brownie flavoured <gasps> hobnob oh my god Oh, mama. Yeah, oh, ASMR. Get some of that. ASMR. So, so this is chocolate brownie hobnob. Chocolate brownie hobnob. Wow. Yeah. If you could play mother, actually. We gonna, oh, yeah. We're going to have to. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. I'm going to have like a bite of each, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's now we in the bowl. That brownie is in the bowl. Brownie. Actually, I'm, we might need to try it when we've got it in the hat. We're going to get yeah, confused. We're going to need to go one at a time, aren't okay, we? Okay. I'm right. putting it in my mouth. <laughs> right. I'm going brownie. Going brownie. Oh. And Hobnob is genuinely one of my favourite biscuits, as I think it is for a lot of people. That mm. is pretty good. It's Yeah, pretty good. I want you, I want you to think about it. I think it's too sweet. Does it taste a brownie? That's the big thing. It, it, it tastes like the brownies that you make out of them, like like packet brownies. Yeah. No, I not, like that. Not the kinds that like my mum it is. Make. It is very sweet. No, no one would make them like Sue does. No. <laughs> hey, Sue. Shout the, the thing with hobnobs is you can destroy a packet solo. Easily. Oh, Easily. yeah. Dunk them right in the tea. And they drink your brew. All right. Yeah, what we got? Brew. What's okay. up next? So next one in the hobnob range is sticky toffee pudding. That is oh, one of my yes. favourite yes, puddings. Yes, yes. Now, if I Throw thought brownie was going to be sweet, I think this is going to be very sweet. Oh, my God, yeah. But sticky toffee pudding, as is my mum's favourite pudding, it is also passed down. I think it's genetic, is now Okay, mine. give it a sniff. The sniff test. <laughs> Scratch and sniff. <laughs> A hobnob sniff test. It right smells there. like smells like sticky toffee. All right, All right I'm right, going for it. Give it a go. Tastes like sticky toffee, that. Yeah, it does. It well. Bit of toffee in there. There's a little bit of toffee in there. Yeah, it's not strong. It's not no. A hint. Mm. But I'll, I'll still eat it. Yeah. A hint. I mean, I'll definitely still eat it. Right, what's next? Okay. Next one. Lemon drizzle. <gasps> no, not for me. I don't know how I feel about it. I can lemon, tell you that right now. A lemon, but it's, it's got chocolate on it, so it's not and, a lemon drizzle. And it's a digestive. I'm gonna try it. Oh wow, that's really. <gasps> oh, sniff that. Oh my that's god, zesty. That's like a toilet cleaner. That. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> McVitie's. Smells but... like the lemon vi poo spray. I know, I know, McVitie's are listening, so I am sorry, but. Right, go on quickly. Oh god, I'm going to do a small bit. I'm really not into this. Bizarre, oh, but it's horrible. the one that tastes the most of what it says it does. Yeah, but lemon's not difficult to get into anything, is it? If you're not, <laughs> <laughs> he just winked at me when he said that. 
that for me is horrible. I, it, I will never say it's horrible. I'll however, never eat it again. I wouldn't buy it. I am going to keep eating it. <laughs> I don't like that. Okay, last one. Little drum oh. roll. Yeah. Is that what I think it is? Strawberry cheesecake. Oh. No, absolutely not. That's not is that not for you? I'd rather have this and the lemon, but I actually no. thought what it was going to be was a Bakewell. Now, that would be bloody good. No, that good. would be good. A Bakewell I'm... digestive. All right, last one of the four. Again, I, I, I'll get the, the hint of strawberry. Okay, right, is that? I'm not into it. None of them are bad, but... Um, you, you wouldn't kick any of them out of bed? No, you wouldn't. They could all stay, but... I would kick lemon out of bed. You would kick lemon out of bed? Yeah, I've done it before, I'd do it again. I'd maybe kick the strawberry out. Strawberry's the least for me. Yeah, I mean... Really? Not vibing it. No. I'm, I'm not getting cheesecake. My favourite is probably the, st the sticky toffee, actually. Yeah, me too. But really? I, my, my favourite is still, I think, original. The original. Yeah. So now we're now sat with four open packet of biscuits in our bowl of Switzerland. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm going to have to refrain from eating biscuits for the rest of this podcast. Um, no, it's going to happen. Really good. I enjoyed that. I like okay, to taste well test. Taste, 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 taste test. I hope you all enjoyed listening to us eating. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm, I'm going to go with brownie, by the way. Brownie? Just, oh, yeah. It was a little bit too sugary you saying, for me. What did you one. go for? I'm going to go with sticky toffee as well. But right. I have to say... If I had yeah, the I mean, choice, it'd be OJ. Always. Oh, um, well, no, but I do like the caramel ones, but oh, that's, yes. another, that's another story. That's anyway, another story. we probably need to move on from Hubnobs. Um, yeah, I think we've shone enough light onto yeah. the Vitties. I think they've got <laughs> enough money. They don't need any more promotion, do they? Um, so coming up next, we are obviously on our endless search for a theme tune for this podcast. Um, Ali has given us some solid uh, options thus far, but we decided to pass the bat on onto Miss Claire Street this week. We did. To see so, if you could come up with anything uh, <laughs> on par, better, worse, who knows? Look, who knows how it's going to go down? I've gone quite simple and straightforward. However, I think the, the, the phrase simple but effective might, might be, you know, the conclusion. Um, so obviously I've chosen um, one of my all-time favourite legends if you will uh shania twain um you know mm. we we do this a lot with the dream team we do this song um so i thought it was appropriate um well, we know it well we know it very well so um if you'd just like to play it for me without without, without any instruction just just play just you know the first here we bit. go all right let's go girls so we all know it well don't we i mean yeah okay. it if that doesn't get you up on your feet i don't know what i mean oh strong. god it's so just strong. so sexy so sexy okay so um what we're gonna do i'm intrigued i'm intrigued no guys you're gonna you're not gonna struggle with this it's gonna go dun, 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 and then you're gonna go grand podcast that's it yeah, I like it. And then it's got to stop straight away. <laughs> All right, stop. yeah, go on then. And there's two options. You, we, we either do it in the, the sexy Let's Go Girls or completely deadpan. I think we could try both. Yeah. And we just say... It's the, the first one is deadpan, I think we do, and we just so do... Goes, dun, 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 dun. Grand podcast. <laughs> or we yeah. do... Dun, 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 dun. Grand podcast. Yeah, I think try both. I already know which is my favourite. <laughs> Okay, um, let's, let's, let's give the deadpan a go. All right, deadpan. Mm. Grand, Grand podcast. podcast. <laughs> that was very hard. <laughs> I was too busy like, trying to listen to it because I thought it was going to be so funny that I forgot to actually say it. Maybe we'll try that one again and I, I can't look at either of you when I do this. All right, so, no, so. eyes down then, eyes down. We're going deadpan again. Yeah. yeah. We're going the grand podcast or grand just, podcast? Just grand podcast. Yeah. Grand I podcast. Reckon, yeah. There's not enough syllables. There's only three there. syllables. <laughs> Sorry, wait. Grand podcast. <laughs> but do you know what? I actually think it works. It like just being Max's voice. <laughs> just one person. I think it's hard for the three. It's not enough. There's not the, enough words for the layers. No, the humour doesn't come out of the deadpan with all of us. So I, I think know. let's try. I, know, I quite like it with three. Let's Got try it. one just with you. All right. Can we get some volume on it. <laughs> I'll turn it to eleven. Yeah, give it, give it, turn it up to eleven. Mm -mm. That's what they say, isn't it? Turn it up to eleven. I'm eat a biscuit while you do this. All right. Grand Let's podcast. Go, <laughs> do you we know do, what? We do need the instrumental. She's ruining it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shania. Shan. Um, I. 
To be honest, I'm actually happy with my contender. input there. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to try the other version. I don't want to try the other version either. That's my. That's my. Um, that's your input for submission the... okay. to the competition. Do you want to go for "Man, I Feel Like a Podcast" later on? Rewrite the whole song. Man, no, I'm going to stick with it. Like a podcast. It works, but I'm, I'm going to oh, yeah. stick with it. Next week, Max is you. Oh crikey! Okay, we've had Lion King, Great Showman, Shania, and Shania. All right. Well, I think you already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making a note right now. <laughs> and you probably already know what I've written down. So beautiful. Um, well, that all is, right, well done, Claire. Yeah, that so was much. really nice. It's a never-ending quest for a jingle, is it, guys? Well, never-ending. Who knows? After never that, ending. we might have done it. You well, know. who knows? I'm next week. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, all right. So we've had. Uh, well, it's been uh, just over a week since we lasted our since we did our last podcast, hasn't yeah. it? So, but um, our next section is looking at the week that was and what has just been and what we, I guess, have all been up to. So. Should I kick us off? Please what do. Have you been doing, now I darling? don't know if either of you have been on Instagram this week or if you've got I don't eyes. Use if you've got eyes, but it's been snowing. I did hear. It's been snowing and it's been a lovely <laughs> it's been lovely to look out on and to see and to not feel so guilty um about locking myself in the house. Um although with that said I did make sure I went for, uh, make sure I went for a couple of walks uh, near Greenwich Park which is near where I live. Um and went for a lovely yeah lovely walk around Greenwich Park everyone out with the dogs and it was very cute and it very very, cute. very very sweet um to watch um Everyone having fun and people sledding. A lot of people have got sleds. People get so excited in London well, they, that snow. Yeah, but there was a lot. I mean, maybe because it's Greenwich, but of the proper wooden... Toboggan. Toboggan. Like a proper wooden yeah, toboggan. Yeah, I don't see that as a London thing because London doesn't often get good snow. Like in the countryside, like my, my parents and all that, they've got amazing yeah, snow. Yeah, my mum too, yeah. But in London, it doesn't always really. I think it's one of those things. That it's much. like when you see someone wearing flip flops in, in in March. Yeah. It's if there's a little bit of snow, the pro toboggan comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was just so surprised that so many people had them. Yeah. But they really did. Obviously, there was a few, uh, you know, kitchen trays and bin bags and whatnot as well. I had a, Makeshift. Um, I had a bin bag when I was a kid. Did you? Had just one. No, it it works. It yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, I don't. We yeah, I think we went down on a wooden wooden dinner tray. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we used <laughs> we to kept use. Kept it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but not only have I been walking this week, I've also been cooking. Me and my housemate made a healthy carrot cake. Oh, and carrot cake is my favourite cake it to is. eat, but I've never actually made one, um, and it was delightful. Um, yeah, hit me up if you want the recipe. I just found it on <laughs> on on the, on, the, on the interweb. What makes a carrot cake healthy? Um, it used things like coconut oil and uh, good grief, I can't even remember now. But I don't. I mean, the thing is, because I've never made one, I don't know what normally would go into one. But it was all stuff like the cream cheese. That stuff was low-fat cream cheese with a bit of Greek yogurt and some maple syrup. The only like bad thing I would say that went into the mixture and the topping was maple syrup. Yeah, there's a good amount of it and Fine. a li- little bit of brown sugar. But obviously, com- compared to but you know, over the whole making cake. cakes at home is still healthier than shop bought. Well, anyway, true, so. and I still it's not. I mean, I listen. I'm no. I'm no advocate for a healthy life but <laughs> we just thought if we're gonna probably eat this entire cake between the two of us let's uh you know make it healthy and i made it three days ago and i have brought in the last of it today so i have eaten a whole half of a whole cake it's, it's easily done it what, really is after those four packets of biscuits we'll still have room for we'll that still have room for that oh, as yeah, well yeah, yeah. working my snacks. way through them slowly i brought snacks with me um and then just to, oh and i also made a thai green curry from scratch which was really really nice yeah. as well so lovely bit of cooking um and then just to finish i um have in my professional life uh, just released my first um dance intensive weekend uh, i am a choreographer and dance teacher and i've yeah got some friends of mine together including the lovely miss claire street here and we're going to do an intensive dance weekend on the last weekend of this month. That's the 27th and 28th. Um, yeah, with lots of classes, industry professionals, be, and my agency will be looking on to potentially take people onto the books. Mm. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so if you are listening to this and you like to dance and you want to dance, you can find me at Maxi Razor on Instagram. Yeah, that's right. Ali's giving me his best dance move as we oh, yeah. speak. So he's going to be joining in as well. Very um, exciting. And yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Tickets are already selling. So, yeah, if you want to dance, hit me up. We're looking forward to it, aren't we? We are, very much so. So that's actually, been yeah. my week, releasing of dance stuff and cooking and walking. Very wholesome. Lovely, yeah, very there wholesome. Yeah, there are. What have I done this Claire, week? Well, yeah. I mean, it is mighty chilly, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I also really like the snow. It makes me very happy that where we are, we didn't really get much. But it was nice looking out the window and it was all, you know, very nice. Um, I have to say, I haven't really done much. Um, I am starting to really feel very locked down, I think. Oh, I just broke something. Um, 
you know, January was very like fitness, fit, motivate, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, yeah, I have to say in the last week or two, it has started to grate on me a little bit. But, you know, I think everyone's feeling the same. Um, so I've still been, I've been teaching my, my dance, fitness, dance, cardio classes. Um, you all heard a little snippet on the last on the last podcast, um, which are obviously great. And I have some lovely, lovely humans that dance with me every Monday and Thursday at 6pm, £5. Um, so that is really fun. And they're my favourite days of the week because it's just fun. And what else? Oh, yeah. One thing I have to address and get it out of the way, it's a bit of a sore subject. Obviously, my plan for last week was to do the fabulous drinking game to the wheel, um, which I, you know, I outlined in detail for all of you listening to the last episode. When we recorded it, it was the day before the wheel was supposed to air. So the next day, sat down, really excited, had the rules printed, ready to go. You actually printed the rules? We didn't, actually. I just had them blown up on my laptop. I oh, really should have done that. Maybe no. I should have lied. Um, we had it ready. We'd had, we had the, you know, the drinks out. <laughs> and it wasn't on. Oh, and the series man. has ended. So... Feeling really let down. I, really I felt really, really disappointed. And um, <laughs> so instead, we still drank anyway. However, the game well, of course, aspect to get over was taken out of it. So really disappointed. And then the next day, then had to listen to the podcast when I'm so excited talking about this game. And it was just really awkward. So that was a disappointing part of my week. I Other would, than that, could I just um, add on to that? I don't know if you're aware of this. I know you are. Um, I have applied to be on Series 2. I filled out the application form. Yeah, I filled out the application form a good couple of weeks ago now. And then the other day, I got a reply asking to send in a 30-second video, a little self-tape to just be on camera and say my name and who I am. <clears throat> so I'm uh, um, round two. So I'm round so two was the video phase. And I have yeah now sent that off. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting, going with him, 100%. Waiting to hit. Yeah, if I get on and I'm oh, allowed to have somebody with me, you'll be, you'll be coming. Um, so yeah, I have applied. That is amazing. Isn't so, it incredible? So if you get on it, Claire will be there doing the drinking game live in the studio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah she, I'll get chucked out by security. I think yeah. the, the biggest positive from all of this is that it has been commissioned for a second series. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. It's been. coming back. Yeah, that's I, for sure. I do have a, a feeling, because there was only nine episodes and they obviously didn't say anything at the end. I do actually have a sneak feeling it was probably filming was ceased due to the Panny D. Yeah. So I'm not... Not angry. Well, they're, but they're saying that the new one will be filmed during, obviously, all of this. They're, they're going ahead Yeah, with I mean, it, so the, the whole show distance. can be done. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like it wasn't quite planned that it was the end of the series. I was really disappointed. No, it was really awkward. And that's all I have to say. Well, fingers crossed, season two, I might be on it. And I'm it'll praying. be back on our screens. I'm praying. What great podcast content that'll be on the wheel. Yeah, wouldn't it? We could, can we come and do it in the studio? I mean, I don't know. I'll have in, to ask Michael. In your dressing room. <laughs> I'll have to ask Mike. Yeah. Um, we can get Michael McIntyre on the podcast. He'd love that. Absolutely. He would actually as well. He probably he really, would. Really yeah. enjoy he that. really yeah. would. Um, really Ali, what have you been up to? Well, not much in your personal life, really. Um, gone on, to be honest, mainly here working. Yep. We had um, so that kind of brings us on to the next section, really. Well, yeah, sure. go, go which ahead. Which is what the of venue's course. been up to. Yeah, go on. Um, which is intrinsically linked with with, with my life the last it week. Is. We did um, we did two podcasts on Saturday with. The amazing Richard Herring. I think mm. we talked about it on yeah. the last. We, did, we teed yeah. it up on the last podcast. Yeah. Um, he's got a really successful podcast that he normally does live at Leicester Square Theatre. Obviously, we're all, Leicester Square Theatre is closed. Mm -hmm. um, so he came to record two episodes of it here, um, live streamed. We had special guests Nish Kumar and Lou Sanders, who are both nice. really lovely. Yeah. So we're promoting and working the production on that. And um, the internet... <laughs> Here it comes. Here, Here it go. comes. So it's a, the, the bane of streaming, as everyone is aware, is technical glitches can obviously happen. Mm -hmm. Majority of the time, it's stuff that you're learning through yourself and you can fix and it's within your control. Sometimes it's outside of your control. Yeah. So we turned up on Saturday. We had thought through everything. We had dealt with all the mistakes from the stream queens the previous week. We had it all ironed out. Fully prepared. Super chill. Everyone was in super early, all calm. Couldn't have gone over it more meticulously. Didn't realise at the corner of my eye that there was a BT open reach van on the corner of Severus Road when we arrived. Why would you know that? Um, and two hours before we went live with the stream, we went to test the old, uh, the old internet upload speed and we didn't have any internet. None Ooh. at all. No internet going up, only internet got coming down. Only down. It's the last, down. last place you want it. Which basically means you can't stream, you've got no internet going up because well, you're no. sending a signal up. Can't go out. So you can imagine the um, heart attacks that were happening. The panic. Because yeah, we've seen them firsthand in the past. <laughs> we've so all witnessed yeah. them. Um, and obviously we did not want to let 
Richard Herring know because you don't want to you don't want to make the I mean, person no. who's actually going to be hosting the thing panic. So you've got to maintain an air of calm. So we had we had to uh, set the whole thing up via a dongle on your phone. <laughs> Probably not the most security Good thing to dongles. do. No. And then desperately try and uh, hire in a an actual internet hub thing <laughs> at the last minute, an hour before we went live. It arrived five minutes before showtime. But then when we set it into the whole thing, <laughs> it reset the IP address of the equipment that was transferring the signal. And halfway through Richard Herring's podcast, the audio just plummeted. Oh, wow. No. So you can imagine that, and there's nothing you can do. No. Audio is quite important for a podcast. Very <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do um, say that. And I think it's, uh, it's one of those things. It's like, it, it's not your fault. It's completely outside no, of your control, not. but you're in a live situation with a, a guest who's hosting their podcast who you obviously want to impress. You want them to make sure they have a great show. Yeah, You've got 600 ticket holders who are watching something live and the oh, chat God, bar's yeah. going off and you're literally just watching the thing <laughs> unfold and there's nothing you can do other than be incredibly apologetic yeah. to everyone in the chat room. <laughs> you can't let Richard Herring know because you can't interrupt his podcast. Um, and so why, so he done. had to keep going. Why did he have to keep going? Well, because part of the, what, what they're doing is they're obviously doing a podcast live to people that are buying tickets and watching it, but they're also yeah. taking an audio recording of oh. it that they then put on Spotify a couple of weeks later. So everyone can listen so to it. So everyone can listen to it. Oh, so you, you, okay. you can't interrupt the thing because right. it's actually going to do damage to the other aspect that they're trying to do. Oh, I didn't realise yeah, that. Which so. reaches more than 600. Exactly. Yeah. And also the other thing is at the end of the day, interrupting it, you're not going to fix it in the space of time you can interrupt just it. Just let them crack so on. you just got to crack on with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So we just had to crack on with it. And oh, um, we were doing another one half an hour later. So we had half an hour to fix the problem. <laughs> and it's uh, like... The guys that are in control of producing streams, you've just got to leave them alone. Well, yeah. Because there's, there's nothing, like, it's not like anyone's fault. So you've just got to stand back. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like... Want to do something. Want to do something. It. Or you want to always ask, how's it going? Are we nearly there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and they're obviously not going any faster than they... They're not going any slower than they can go. No, like they're going, So it was one... And we think it was a one minute before we went live with the second one. Ooh. We got there. <laughs> and and then the second one happened and it was amazing. Oh, good. Oh, God. And it was just a huge sigh of relief. Yeah. It was one of those cases where with one minute to go, I was prepared to never ever do these ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, there's no way we're doing this ever again. I cannot deal I'm with done, this. I'm I'm out. No. I'm already bald. I can't lose any more hair. <laughs> this is it. And then literally one minute later, you're like, oh, we could do this oh, all this the time. Is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. This is great. Let's do this all the time. We'll book some more. Um, <laughs> and Richard Herring was incredibly understanding. And all, you know, there was a bit of heat in the old chat room. And bless, my girlfriend came in just to watch. Right. Um, and ended up having to like... So she got roped in on damage control. Damage control in the chat room. She, Amy's was, good at damage control on the chats, you know? Massive credit. Yeah, she is actually. And it was, it was re it's really, it gets really anxious because you can't <laughs> do anything and you just see loads of people who are naturally yeah, angry. And, and obviously there's, there's some yeah. people that obviously understand Yeah. and then there's some people that just don't just, and just they don't. do not want... They don't let up. No. Yeah. But <laughs> thankfully, um, we had, because we had recorded it outside of the stream, we were able to put it on a pro on a YouTube link, that, so everyone oh, could so watch they it could again all, for four yeah, hours. Oh, fabulous. fine. All's yeah. not Calm lost. All's is not lost. The second podcast went incredibly well. Good. Lou Sanders was great. She loved it. Nish loved it. Richard Herring these was really things, lovely. These, this is showbiz, guys. These, these things happen. I do. It, this is actually showbiz it live, is. and that's why I think it's interesting to talk about it because people don't see no that no of course. side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like anything live is always risky, yeah. and there's nothing you can do about it. The no. Show must go on. All those cliches. Yeah, it's, it's real. It's, it's the typical, isn't it? What happens behind the scenes is utter chaos, <laughs> and what you're watching on the stage is always pristine and beautiful and There's well rehearsed people crying and, in the wings but it's awful it's, it can be awful backstage it really can yeah well you because it was you had richard on stage talking to nish and like literally three meters away you've got the tech team yeah blind panic <laughs> yeah sweat, headless like, chickens headless chickens heart palpitations yeah it's a real contrast away in chat but also having to do it in silent yeah. they've got to be so yeah. quiet as well whilst doing it yeah. tiptoeing um, and you can imagine the the body expressions of the people yeah, going yeah, yeah. yeah sign language beyond belief and it, it got to the point whereby when you when i realized there was literally nothing we could do you, have and to you just had go. to ride it out you yeah. sit down i was like well i just can't be put here the <laughs> put the kettle on i just walk, walk out the room not that it made any yeah. difference to right. anything but i was like just can't sit and watch just, it happen can't sit and watch it. so <laughs> thankfully it all smoothed over well, and yeah richard's going to do more shows everyone good. was lovely good. Good, thank good, you good. to everyone that listened to the podcast that was bored bored with us yeah, it had it. It's bad with us. Bear with us. So the people that bore witness. Um, no, it's bad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. know. Um, but ultimately, bad. this is live showbiz oh in a global God. pandemic. There you go. This is a prime example. Yeah. So that was basically my week. Wow. Um, heart attack inducing, but ultimately incredibly rewarding. Much like 
Brilliant. The majority of everything we do. We do it here, yeah, pretty yes. much. Yeah. If I'm honest. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and now I'm in a long drawn out process of trying to get the Wi-Fi fixed with BT and various different people, which yeah. is a headache in its own. And that is a podcast episode all on its own. All on its own. For a very niche audience. about the internet. Yeah, very yeah. niche. <laughs> so my week was basically the same that. as the Grand's week. Great. Which, yes. which was all of there that. Chaotic. Exactly. Brilliant. So last week we did book club. We did. Where we, did, yes. we, we talk about something. We're all going to go off and watch something and then yep. we talk about it together and what we think and what we feel about it. And we did It's a Sin. We, we did. did. I a discussion group. finished watching it. <gasps> oh, oh, you did? I finished watching it last night. watched the final episode. Were, um, you, were you wet? Uh, borderline. Borderline. Damp. Yeah, Damp. okay. Amy, yeah. Amy was in pieces. Yeah. yeah. Uh, literally tears. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, I was more upset watching her cry upset. Yeah, 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 yeah. than I was upset myself. Because yeah. you know when you when a generally speaking when a girl when your partner cries, of course, yeah, yeah. You, you just you're like cry. Oh. God, he is real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was more in tears because she was so upset, oh. and I love oh. and not love the fact she was upset, but the fact that like she <laughs> was so upset her. by something that was obviously so heart rendering. Yeah, mm-hmm. made mm-hmm. me more like emotive yeah, yeah, about yeah. the situation. Yeah, as opposed to my own actual steely yeah. resolve. That's fair. That's, that's fair. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I, like we said. The last podcast, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. amazing. I thought amazing. it was really yeah. good. Incredibly Phenomenal. sad, heartbreaking. Indeed. Very well done. And it's caused so many positive discussions. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, I'm still, I've seen so much so on social much media and all that. And I was watching this morning yesterday and Dr. Ranj was doing HIV testing. Well, it's HIV and testing week. I got mine through from my doctors. So oh, I got great. out of the blue. They must have obviously be sending them all out. But I got a text saying that you are obviously... Uh, in the category to have one uh, or just being male I suppose but um, yeah so I'm, I've booked mine in Brilliant. in a couple of weeks time but yeah all of it is amazing to see and it's obviously had a, an amazing effect yeah. on people so that yeah. was to wrap up book club last great, week that great. was last so week we didn't set it this week we didn't no, we set didn't. anything no so we're going to revert back to the water cooler moment oh yeah, yeah. so when our we, own things we yeah. talk about the things we've been watching just in our what own we've time been watching, and we yeah. want to relay and then we'll set book club at the end. Well, at the okay. end. Yeah. For next time. So Claire, do you want to lead? Sure. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I actually hadn't planned on talking about this, but we, we were talking about it earlier and it came up and then we were like, wait, yeah, all right. I'll talk about it later. So I, I and I'm not the only one that is obviously, uh, it's a very millennial thing actually has happened in the last few years. Everyone's obsessed with murder documentaries and serial killers. And it's a very <laughs> strange thing to be, it's like a morbid fascination, isn't it? Um, and obviously, in lockdown, there's been so many. There is literally so many on what was Netflix. The, what was the cat one? So, oh yeah, Don't uh, Fuck With Cats don't was fuck amazing. With cats. There but, you go. I watched that. So recently, um, myself, my boyfriend and my housemate, we have really got into some some gritty ones. We call it murder porn. Um, so every night it's like, bit of murder porn? We're like, yes, absolutely. It's a great name. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, yeah. It, we, I wonder we, if you're the only one that calls it that. Maybe, I would be interested to know if anyone else does call it that. I would love it if they did. <laughs> I honestly think that's, that should now be, the, I, I mean, mean it's, it, it's it, a perfect name. Because it we, you binge sense. it, you need more and more of it and you feed off how awful it is and it's murder the craziest porn. thing to enjoy. But I'm just going to go through some of my absolute favourites right. and I... I am on the lookout for more really good ones because the ones that we like are the really, really awful ones, like the really gruesome, horrible stories. I love this, by the way. You know, that's what we love. And I know it sounds weird, but I know that I'm not the only one. So my top, top one that we've watched this lockdown, and I'm again not alone, is Night Stalker. Have either of you seen it? No. It is a story that I actually didn't remember, um, but I think a lot of people would... Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. ooh, like, yeah. Ooh, give me some chills. That's right. Um, but Night Stalker is on Netflix and it was, yeah, it, it's a serial killer documentary, but it's honestly the most, can I swear? Am I allowed to swear? Mess. I was going to say fucked up story I've ever no, seen in my life. Just on the swearing front. We should we swear are, if yeah. you feel we, like we you want to We do it all the oh, time. Yeah, I, I forget. As long as it's got a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unnecessary swearing bad. Yeah, yeah. Necessary Great. swearing well, for it, emotion good. It is the way to describe it. It is so crazy. And um, But also what's interesting about it is we watched it straight after we watched the Ripper one, which was about the... The Yorkshire Ripper. Been not meaning to watch that. And it's really good oh, as well. Oh, is that the one? Yeah. It's just called Leeds. Ripper. Is that a certain, yeah, 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 yeah. Four part or something, isn't it? Yeah. I did watch that, that one recently. That one's really, really good. I and obviously we that. do know a lot more about that one. And it's very famous. Anyway, so you watch that one and that's your bog standard, but very good serial killer. And it follows the detectives and the process of catching him. Yep. Brilliant. So then we went on to Night Stalker. And what's different about it is in a weird way, I feel like this is where the murder porn is is relevant it is shot 
like the the intro the the music the font is very like cool 80s retro stuff so it's almost like glamorizing it and the man who does it is one of those um 70s heartthrob murderers so right. the, the whole thing so the, the, the narrator no 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 the man who obviously ended the, up being the murderer, the murderer that right. it's about when you catch him obviously it takes ages to catch him but because the process is mental yeah he, he kills like 20 people yes. but and it, oh my god and it's graphic and yes. you see the real pictures it's horrendous oh my like people you know oh it's horrendous what he does anyway and he's good looking well, I don't personally think so, but I can see Who why did, back Sam? then. <laughs> my boyfriend really fancied him. Um, no, it was like, but like uh, when they caught him, there was like hundreds and thousands of women. Yeah, women love it. You know, it's the same as Ted Bundy kind of vibes. Anyway, yeah. so Night Stalker was my favourite. But the problem is, is that we can't find one that we like as much as the Night Stalker. We also moved on to the trials of Gabriel Fernandez, which I will never um, speak of in the same way because it is honestly the most harrowing disturbing thing i've ever seen in my life because oh, it's a murder no, of a little boy so that one i won't speak of in the same way i still think watch it because it's crazy but it's not as it's obviously a different level of watching something like a serial killer you know because that's just a bit crazy um so yeah we are loving it we've tried a few we watched the staircase which is dreadful and i do not recommend it it goes on oh for 13 God. episodes and the conclusion is just Pretty boring. He didn't, he got acquitted. Sorry, it's a spoiler, but he did it anyway. Um, so we're looking for, for more and it seems that wow. we're running out of really crazy serial killer stories. So, you know, it, we're constantly on the lookout. So hit me up with wow, suggestions. There we go. I think, uh, I think you just need to hit Google. Like there's probably yeah. the, the well-produced ones on Netflix you might be running out of, but yes. there's going to be oh, some there's really be loads. weird yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's incredibly interesting that, that the human... Attraction, yeah, to that type of program mm -hmm. because That's we are, love thing, it. Yeah. Yeah. we, love we absolutely it. love it. And like you said, with um, is it Tim Bundy? You said Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. So I don't know who Tim Bundy is. Tim, no, Tim, Bundy. Tim Bundy. If you're out there, yeah, sorry, Tim. sorry, Tim. The, Maybe um, change your surname though. A lot of serial killers get married. Tim in prison get fan mail. They yeah, they do. Big, they get married and shit. Don't female they? fan bases for some reason. Yeah. So male murderers of females, generally speaking, weirdly seem to collect... It's because there's a huge um, link between the murder and sex, yeah. and especially with a male serial killer to a woman. Well, actually, any it, it doesn't matter because sex is usually always involved. And so, yeah, these these murderers become like, especially in high-profile cases, like the ones that they make documentaries about, they yeah, they become these like celebrity status and sought after. And obviously, sex Ted Bundy, idols. played by Zac Efron in the film... That speaks for itself because he was really good looking and that's how he used to get his women. He used to lure them in. So it's very interesting. But yeah, they become like famous. Are you going to start writing letters to... I'm not. However, the only, I did fancy Ted Bundy, but only when Zac Efron played him. So I think that's allowed. Otherwise, I don't fancy serial killers, no. That's no. the clip to promote the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a soundbite. Just slice that bit out. Yeah, nice. I love you, Zac. I don't, um, I don't fancy serial killers unless they're played by Zac unless Efron. Unless they're played yeah. by Zac Efron. Yeah. I can get on board. Yeah. So that's no, me, that. that's me. And I, I'd like to hear people's feedback because I, you know, it's a, it's a big thing. I think there's a second podcast in this of your own called Murder Porn by Claire Street. There's actually, and I wish I had found the name of this, there is actually a podcast that my housemate listens to that solely um, talks about uh, crime and... Um, murder documentaries. Murder docs like that. And they, they literally dissect um, criminal stories and it's really good and I wish I could find... We had dates... Uh, dates for it in here, but it never happened because of COVID. But I can't remember the name of no, the podcast. No, neither can I. We're going to have to get oh, back to you on that. But really there, annoying. it does exist. Yeah. You don't need to listen to me. There's another one that's great. Lovely. Anyway, I'll better stop talking. Okay, so Max, on to you. What's yours? Um, well, I definitely haven't been watching murder porn. It's not really <laughs> my kind of thing. It just freaks me out a little bit. And well, I, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I actually do quite enjoy it when I get into it. But but. I would never really choose to watch it. I don't think. It's fair. So uh, you I, say, you say that now. I say that now. You'll I know. Hooked. I know. Um, but uh, what I've been watching is is quite the opposite, and it's actually Kirsty and Phil's Love It or List It. <laughs> um, I think it's in its sixth season now, and this is Kirsty Allsop and Phil. Oh my god! I, I should really know. Is Spencer? Well, Kirsty, I've never heard of it. Come on, they you know, you know, right. location, you know location, Phil, location. Right. Yeah, Kirsty yeah. and Phil. Oh, it's a new one. Well, I say new one. It's in, it's like say fifth or sixth series now, and it's called Love It or List It. And they go to a, someone's property, and one of the 
uh, one of the two of the partners wants to list it, which means put it on the market and get, move somewhere else. And the other one wants to love it, which means spend money on it, do it up and love the house and live in it. Oh, nice. So Kirsty, being the homemade goddess that she is, she is, is always on team love it. And then Phil Spencer being the property god that he is, is always on team list it. <laughs> the property god. Property god, yeah. Is Phil the one that's also on Grand Designs? No, that's Kevin McLeod. Right, okay. And that's also a new series on at the moment that I'm also watching. <laughs> and when I said I was watching property programmes at the minute, I love property programmes. If I wasn't dancing, I'd probably be in property. Nice. Well, I that's gr- interesting. Um, no, so they, yeah, so they turn up, they, they give them a tour of the house. Kirsty then does a complete refit and they have a budget of however much, normally between sort of 20 and 50,000 um, pounds. Do they actually do it or she just designs yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, no, they do it because then if they decide to sell the house, then they've oh. obviously done the, done the renovation and it will obviously sell for more. And if they um, then don't want to leave, then they've done the renovation and, and they, they get to live the in house it. So yeah, so for me, it's it's a two in one. You can't go wrong. Is this and a daytime program? No, no, no. It's on the it's Channel Four in the oh. evenings. I'm I'm just watching it on catch up because I don't actually normally have terrestrial mm. television. Um, so I'm just watching it on catch up, and I can't. I think it might be on actually on a Wednesday. I have a feeling. So there might be oh. a new one. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's fab. If you like how property programs, Kirsty and Phil are the OGs. I love them. If they do location, they location, are, yes. location, I watch it all the time. <gasps> oh oh oh, hello. Um, as you were carry on thank you very much Um, so yeah uh, that's what I have um, been watching Um, but also kind of tying in hands with that I've also been watching on BBC Two and this is the second series of this programme it is called Interior Design Masters with Alan Carr (gasps) now the first season was with Fern Cotton and Mm -hmm. it was Interior Design Masters with Fern Cotton and that's actually on Netflix the whole season but the new series is coming out weekly on a Tuesday so last night um, from when we record this um, is yeah interior design masters and it is a pure full competition show think bake off you've got oh, right, 10 yeah. interior designers i guess or drag race whatever it's a proper competition show 10 interior designers who actually aren't that as the or as all of their professions a lot of them have come from different backgrounds there's a doctor on there there was um a teacher and all the different they're like amateurs like amateurs but some of them do make some money from it or maybe they've they're certainly creative artists in in other areas but they're trying to get into uh, interior design um so there's the the um l home uh chief editor is the judge L Home oh, is in the right. magazine, yeah, yeah, L. Yeah, yeah. Um, L Home version. She's the chief editor, or was, and she's the main judge. And then she has a different interior designer join them every week. So we had Lawrence Llewellyn Bow in week one. Big Absolutely dog. iconic. Big dog. Yeah. And then each week one of them goes home. And they in a minute they're working in teams. And then we've got Alan Carr presenting it as well, who obviously everyone I think love, enjoys. Love, He's love, very love. funny. Quick whips here, here and there. Um, and yeah, it's just a great show. I love learning about interior design and again, more property. And this one actually takes you into many different places. The first episode was about a staging a house that hadn't been sold yet, a new build. And then le- yesterday's episode was about an office. So they had to interior oh, design cool. an office space for three different types of businesses. Um, and yeah, it's really exciting. So I've been doing lots of property watching this week, which property is nothing watch. like murder porn. Nothing um, like Quite it. to the opposite. Um, <laughs> very, yeah. very wholesome again. Very yeah, wholesome. I've had a very wholesome week, apparently. Yeah. Nice. But he's been baking and watching property programs. I know. God, that means I'm old, doesn't it? It does a bit, yeah. Are you still... I know, I know you... Dry January ended for Keith's birthday. Oh yeah, Dry January I ended um, on on the 31st of January. Why not? Day before. That was for Keith's birthday. And then since then I have had... Uh, two more nights of drinking um, just because uh, uh, Zooming and whatnot and friends and just to be like, we did it. Friends that did Dry January as well. So we've done it. We've had a drink and a toast. Um, But other than that, no, I'm still drinking a hell of a lot of chamomile tea. Maybe that's what's done it. What about the old fags? No, not been smoking either. I've I've smoked when I've, if if I've had a drink, I've had a cigarette, but otherwise, no, I've not. I think... Well done. Well, well done. done. Very good. Lovely. Fantastic. Well, there you go. Now, maybe that's why I'm so wholesome. I'm a really wholesome person. I'm also single. So if anyone's after a wholesome <laughs> Wholesome human, and single. Wholesome and single. If anyone's interested. That's a Tinder you. profile, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Um, Ali Wolf. What have you been watching? I finally got around to watching the Bee Gees documentary. I saw on your social media. Yes, yes. How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? Which How came, Can You Mend a Broken Heart? came out at Christmas basically play loads of BG songs. <laughs> it came out at Christmas and I've been meaning to watch it and I finally got to watch it on Sunday afternoon. And it was, um, I mean, I'm a, I don't know if, I'm, it's probably not that common actually known. I'm a huge Bee Gees fan. Yeah, I did actually know this. Um, yeah. And so I was obviously, I, I would say it was amazing anyway, mm-hmm. but it actually is a music documentary 
It's brilliant. And if you don't know much about the Bee Gees and you just think it's about the disco era and staying alive and Night Fever and Saturday Night Fever, then watching it will be like, oh, my days, they've done that and so they wrote much that more. and they did this. So <laughs> much more, yeah. Um, it was just it was just amazing from start to finish. I think I nearly cried on like three occasions. Um, the, the bit in it when he's writing um, Guilty with Barbara Streisland. Oh. You, like, I don't know if you know that that's... The, I Barry Gibb wrote that. Didn't so know that. it was just it's just an, an amazing documentary from start to finish and I couldn't recommend it enough for anyone, even if you're not a big Bee Gees fan, but you just love music. Yeah, I, I I do like the Bee Gees. Kind actually. of like the history of a band and mm. stuff. Because they've they they started in the sixties and then they've had like three or four different eras of success and yeah. it talks all about it. They're all brothers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um obviously Barry's the last remaining member. Yes. Yeah, sadly, God knows how that must feel for him. To go to be oh. with your brothers, and they had a fourth brother, Andy, who was a solo star in his yeah. own right, and they wrote the songs for him. He passed away first, and then one by one, it's just Barry now left. Yeah, that's and sad, um, isn't it? it just means it's, it's, uh, that blows my mind to think you mm. could be in a band with your mm. brothers. I've got five of them, so I can kind of like, like oh, yeah. understand what it must yeah. be like to be that, and then to be the last man standing, basically. It's a lot. It was, it was a, an amazing documentary. Um, didn't he repost you? I was just about to say, you're missing a vital... Uh... Yeah, so he... It's the, most it's exciting the second part of time he's done it as well. Wow. He did it because he got a number one solo album three weeks ago. Uh, he released a solo record and he got oh. to number one. Wow. And there's an incredibly cute photo of him got posted by the official charts company of him holding his number one thing. Mm. And I just reshared it and said, amazing. And yeah. he then... Reposted replied, that. Replied, but he actually replied back. Oh. Um, saying thank you, but also telling me that I, um, I had credited the wrong photographer. Ah. Oh. So, so he thanked me in a private message back thanked into you my and DM, corrected you. but also corrected me. I, I, I yeah, know your place. Solid. Yeah. Know your place. But you can Thanks, imagine. But you got it wrong. But Barry Gibb basically just messaged me. Which yeah. Is fine. I mean, and that's pretty was, sick. Sunday he reshared my story. Wow. He did. I saw that. With and a love I was heart like, above that's it. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so you, you guys are like pals. We now. are now best. Yeah. Bad man Barry. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I was in a Bee Gees tribute band. What? Yeah. No! So, why is this why the first we're hearing of this? it? Oh my god! So in 1997, no, I was in sixth form. I was five. <laughs> no, you were. Yes, you I was. was. I, I was, was born seven. in 92. I was seven years old. <laughs> I was six, 16 in sixth form, and the um, the Bee Gees won the Brit Award for the Outstanding Contribution to Music in nice. 1997. Yeah. You know, they get they basically get an old band to come up, they yeah. thank them, and they get to play a medley of hits at the end. And it was the Bee Gees that year, and I didn't really know much about them. And the Bee Gees came up and won this award, and they got their manager to come up to accept the award with them, who gave a speech that ended with him saying, the manager was about 85 years old, saying, be like the Bee Gees and never give up. And like... I just stuck with me for some reason. That resonated. stuck with me. So I formed a Bee Gees tribute band uh, for the school <laughs> concert at the end of the year with my friend Dave, who looked a bit oh, like. Oh, yeah, you weren't, just, you weren't just in it; you formed it. I, I formed it, founding <laughs> member. Oh my yeah. god! With my friend Dave Rich, who looked like Barry Gibb at the time because he had a huge big beard and hair because he was trying to look like Liam Gallagher. And I was yeah. like, well, you've Actually, got as much looks hair like as Barry, Barry Gibb. Gibb yeah. Yeah. Bad man Barry. I was Morris, and then we couldn't find anyone else to be Robin, so we just collared a kid in the year below. <laughs> who was quite amusing and said, you're quite a funny chap. Can you be in our Bee tribute band? Yeah. And this we performed amazing. a five song medley over the, you know, the backing track, wow. dancing to Bee Gees numbers and singing. Is there, wow. is there any proof of this? Because I need Thankfully, to see it Thankfully, in 1997, right there was no camera phones, yeah. and no, in, no internet of any practical use. So it's not documented. No photographs, no nothing. Anywhere. No That's photographs. Really, Damn it. That's such a shame. I'm so... Um, <laughs> and it's, it's a big moment for me. That's wow. It does sound it, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to pitch some songs to you that you might not know that they wrote. Because the other okay. thing about the Bee Gees is, they've only got so many hits of their own. Yeah. They wrote songs for everyone else. So, Chain Reaction by Diana Ross. I did know that, actually, yes. Immortality, Celine Dion. No, wow. didn't know that. Islands in the Stream, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Big song. Heartbreaker, Dion Warwick. Wow. Woman in Love, Barbara Streisland. Chain- Streisland? Streisland. Yeah. Streisland. The <laughs> Grease theme. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, As well as obviously their own hits. Is that unbelievable? I mean, it's a lot. Big tunes. Big tunes. Entrance have covered Staying Alive. Yeah. Bongo's Bingo fans will be aware of that. Yeah. Of course, of course. As a Steps fan, you'd be aware of Tragedy. I'm, yeah, Yeah. I'm very aware. Boys Own did Words. Yeah. Take That did, um, oh Oh. my God. Slow song, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my God, I've had a complete mind blank. I had a complete mind. No, I can't tell you the song. Oh no! All I've got is a million love songs in my head now. 
How deep is your love? There you go. And 911 did more than a woman. So anyway. I mean, huge, huge, huge. If you're a fan of music or if you're a fan of the Bee Gees and you just want to watch a really good documentary about basically the history of music from the 60s till now. Nice. Watch Amazing. the Bee Gees documentary. There, there you go. go. Lovely. There right, go. so now we have to um, choose something for next next podcast's little book club slash yes, discussion group. I do have a suggestion. Okay, hit me. Um, okay, so... It's going on from what Claire said and the fact that Ali enjoys watching murder porn and I don't really enjoy watching murder uh-huh. porn. I thought it would be quite a nice perspective to have us both watch some okay. mur- murder porn and it would be good for you to watch something that you I already you enjoy. I thought you were just going to say porn. No, I mean, that goes without <laughs> saying. <laughs> um, no, I was going to suggest that we watch the new release that's come out today on the day of recording. Oh, yeah, I'm up And for it this. is Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, I'm up for it. It's it was on, on my list. It's on Netflix, um, and it's about a, a girl that was last seen in a lift of this hotel, um, and then the next time she was seen or found was in a water tank on the roof of the said hotel. Oh, critic. Um, I think it's four parts. I've just seen it advertised a bucket load. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, as you say, it's out today, isn't it? So hopefully everyone will get on the hype. Yeah, so it comes it is released is on the Netflix today. <laughs> so I would suggest right. that maybe we give that a go because it's not really my kettle of fish. It is yours and you would it's just a new one for you. I'm I'm definitely up for it. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Let's that is it. The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel on Netflix. I if can't anyone wants wait. to uh, watch that along with us, and um, we'll be discussing that next yep. time we're on here. I and can't wait. Bang into that. Nice one. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, actually, over to you to continue for the it next section, please. It is me to continue because we are now moving on to one of our games that we like to play oh, on our yes. podcast, and that is bit. our stationary caller, um, meaning that we will call somebody, and this week it has been my challenge to find somebody to call. Do you know who it is? Just I don't. Kidding. I no, don't no, know who no, it is, no. One, no, no, no. Neither of you know who nice it is. Surprise. Um, so it will be somebody who you know has worked at the at the grand past, present, or future. Uh, does that make sense? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and basically, Claire will select an item from our stationery corner, which is exceptionally vast. I'm going. I'm talking. It's not just pens and pencils. It's tools. Oh yeah, it's We've everything. Got, it's, it's, a, it's a real just, mixed, yeah. mixed corner. Um, so I'm going to give this person a call. Um, we'll get straight to the point. Whilst I'm calling them, Claire, you can go and grab an item. Okay. Oh, can if you I wish. just wait to hear who it is? Oh, of first. course you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that could dictate the item. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, so am I definitely linked up? It's dis- you, We are discoverable by There's your device. something flashing. Let so. me just make sure I'm Bluetoothed. Bluetooth Bluetooth is on. Just uh, just to What's touch it over. called? Uh, Roadcaster. Oh, Roadcaster Pro. Uh. I hope this person can do better than Nessie. Who's okay, all right. Hammer. Oh my God, H and Hammer. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Oh, that's loud. Exciting when it rings. Hello. Hello, is that Terry? <gasps> yes, yes. Hello, Terry. Terry. <laughs> you are joining us here on our podcast at the Grand Stay with Claire Street and Ali Wolf. I believe you know them. I do indeed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but for people you. that might not know who you are, Terry, who are you? Um, I work at the Club and Grand. He does indeed. You've been in, working in the office for how long now? Um, I started in November. November, December 2019. Wow, okay. So a good amount of time. So uh, I, did, I did pre-warn you that I'd be giving you a call today, but you weren't quite sure as to why. But I can assure you it's going to be fun, so you've got nothing to worry about. Um, we're going to play our game Stationary Caller. Um, I know you might not have been in the office that of late, but you must remember our fantastic Stationary Corner. Of dreams. Of dreams, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I'm calling you, hence why we're calling this section Stationary Caller. See what we did there. Thank you very much. Um, so the lovely Claire Street has picked an item out have, of one I of have. the boxes. Um, and you are going to guess via a series of yes or no questions what item she has now taken on um, out okay, of the boxes. Cool. Yeah, so, so I'm going to say what I said to Nessie last week. Yeah. Just to remember, it's a stationary game, but it's our stationary corner. Yeah, it doesn't have you know what's in there. There's a lot of stuff. It's more than just pencils. Exactly. I'm just uh-huh. going to throw that out there. Just keep... All right, so it all makes sense. Okay, on it. Terry? It makes sense. Yeah. Don't, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up, <laughs> Terry. Oh, God. I know, no pressure. All so right. So I can only answer yes or no. Yeah. And you're asking yeah. me just whatever you want to know. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. Go um, for it. Can you hold the item with both hands? Yes, you can. 
do you need to hold the item with both hands? No. Oh. <laughs> um, um, oh, God, it's really hard, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, can it fit in your hand? Does it, say again. Does it fit in one hand? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the consistency, maybe? Ask some questions about that. What does it do? Mm. Uh, um, is, is it metal? No. No. Is it paper? No. Oh. Um, can you can you write with it? Like, no. If you, like, press no, it, Good question, it... though. Think oh, about more things like say that. Say again. If you... Can you stick with it? Yes. Oh. Um, so it fits in one hand. It's not metal. Um, and what was the writing thing again? Like, no, you can't. Can you write with it? No. no. You can't. Oh, is it a post-it note? No. no. Oh. Okay. Um, um, should I give him a clue? Yeah, go on, give him a clue. You can plug it in. <gasps> what? You can plug it in. <laughs> Mind blown. You can plug it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it a laminator? No. no but good guess. <laughs> but go on. Go on, go on, one more guess, one more guess. Oh my god, oh my god, but you can stick with it. Um, a glue gun? <laughs> yes! Oh my god, yeah, we'll give you that. You got it, a glue gun. Well done. Oh my god. Bravo. That was That tense. was really, really intense. Well done. This is your winning moment, This is moment, your winning Terry. moment, Terry. You've had a confetti cannon. Pride. The glue gun. I'll send you the glue gun if you want. <laughs> no, just some glue sticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, glue sticks. Woo! Oh, that was a good one. That was amazing. And that was really nicely timed as well. Terry, just as that, was, we got... that was incredible, mate. Well right done. at the end. Really good. Got there with the glue gun. There you go. You're 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 a legend. There you go. Yeah, I told I told you you'd be you'd be safe and we'd look after you and it'd be all good all good fun. So, um, Terry, before you go, we're going to play the stationary song. Oh yeah, this is the the theme tune of the stationary corner. We'd really like it. We'd really like you to sing. We'd like you to sing along. Join it, everyone. Join in. Everyone, join in. Here we go. I'm playing this on guitar right now. Everybody. Oh, that's a vibe. Glue. Glue. Oh. Glue. Crayon. What's that? Crayon. 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 <laughs> Marker. 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 Well, we need new markers. We do. Pencil case. <laughs> we don't have Pencil one of those here. Paper. 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 So I mean, good. I think you get the gist. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, that's the stationary song. It's also three and it a half minutes. It's the avocado song. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, it's so good to hear your voice, Terry. Yes, we love you. It's lovely hearing you guys too. Thank you so much we for joining us today. We'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye. Bye, bye darling. Bye, bye, bye. Well, that was my favourite stationary caller so far. That was brilliant, wasn't it? And, and Terry is quite, out of, all the, out of the three callers we've had, he's the newest. Well, yes. Oh, actually. Olivia. Oh, no, no Ter- Olivia's older than Terry. Yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. In grand years. In dog years. In yeah. grand years. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Woof. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Olivia, darling. She's younger than all of us. Um, well done. We love you, Terry. Brilliant. Well, we've got another game. Well, game. No. Entertainment. It's review now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So more entertainment for Oh, everybody. yeah. This is actually still my favourite category. Um, so last time, you, you may or may not remember, we... Um, what we did was the positive sandwich. However, we, we, we very quickly realised that that's not what you guys want. You want, you know, more of the, the bad reviews, which are, I have to say, the funniest. So we're doing a little shit sandwich today. So we've got two negative rev- reviews and a nice positive one in the middle. So I'm going to go over to Max. To oh, am start. I going to start? Oh, I know. We've I, got I, the shit sandwich. Is yours very good? I feel like mine's uh, quite good. I've got I've got three and I really can't decide, so I'm going to go off right. of yours. You want mine so to be So we're going to go Max, no, Ali, me. No, I, I, I can tell that Claire is like so into this. I know. I'll go. You lead. Yeah. In the shit yeah, it's sandwich. Short, it's short mine again. I'm the good filling. And then we'll and then end I've with got Claire. So, I've got some strange options. Okay, all right, so all right, all right. Give me a time. So we're going, me... let's say, shit sandwich. I'll start awfully. Ali yeah. lightens the mood and you can finish on a, on a naught. All right. Um... <laughs> All right, so my bad review is from uh, Google. This is Google Reviews, and it's from a lovely fellow called Dan Holm. So thank you, Dan Holm. Oh, he's been 
Name checked. Named and shamed. Um, and this is a one-star review, and this is only five days ago, and we've not been open for two months. For two months, yeah. so this must just be based on the exterior of the building, <laughs> because it says, <laughs> "Boris, please turn this dive into flats. Awful place." <laughs> <laughs> But why on Google reviews? And How can you review something from walking past and looking at it? And actually, I'll have you know, we've put up a lovely display in the window. Also, from the front, it looks gorgeous. It's inside that's a dive. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Whoa. I'm joking. Boris, please turn this dive into flats. Awful place. I mean, I would live here if it was converted. I really would. Don't do it, mind. But there you go. Did Boris apply? No, he hasn't seen it yet. He hasn't seen it yet. No, he hasn't blue-ticked it yet. He hasn't blue-ticked it yet. Well, Dan, thanks for the constructive criticism. Thanks, Dan. Uh, right. Unless you got an offer for us. Okay, so we've got an, a, a nice or, or a positive I one, we, we say, yeah. at, this, at this point. See, I, I'm like, yeah, I've got a couple of options here. I'm, I'm really not sure what to do, so... I'm, one is very complimentary towards a member of staff. Oh. One is very complimentary towards... Um, the side effects of being here. Okay, let's go. I reckon side effects, unless the member of staff is one of us, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay. This is it's from eight years ago, though. Okay, okay. Well, all right, okay. I went out here dancing with a girlfriend the other night. We weren't looking to pull, but the amount of guys we could was just outstanding. <laughs> I'd go here if I wanted to bone a hot Aussie. Oh, my God. And the dance floor was great fun. It lit up bright colours and they played cheesy music that made everyone want to dance. Smiley face. Oh my god. I think god. my housemate wrote that. <laughs> yeah, quite My possibly. Australian housemate Leah used to come here and she did used to pull all and the she, time. And she is Australian also. I think yeah. that was her. I'm going to ask her. That's great, isn't it? That's excellent. I wish I was, I, I was here eight years ago. I yeah. think, you know, I, it sounds like it was just a bit more... Um... Less panny D.E. <laughs> Congratulations to our door policy. Oh, obviously, yeah. Wow. Nice. Okay. Well, that was beautiful. Should we really bring us back down to earth now? Okay. Again? I, I, I'm torn. Give us a couple. As long as they're not too long. No. It, we, it can only be one. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll all right. Oh, okay. One yeah, is one is very specific um, and really quite derogatory, actually. <laughs> um, and I won't be able to explain, but we'll find it funnier. Okay. Let's go for another one then. The other one is is. Okay, I'll do this one. All right. Go on, <laughs> this kind of covers everything, and I, I will tell you before it starts. It, this was is definitely someone who came to the Mary Poppins movie night. Oh, <clears throat> well, that was a good one. Yeah, what does that mean? We had a great time. Well, you'll see. <clears throat> oh dear, oh dear! <laughs> Another big letdown. You advertise prizes for the best Mary and Bert. You advertised there being a spoonful of sugar race. You advertised it being a sing-along, dot, dot, dot. None of these happened. At least The Wizard of Oz was a sing-along. Surely there's a law about misadvertising. I will be asking about... I will be asking about, as this is the second time you've misadvertised, and why the dancers in the middle of the show oh and not even doing the steps to the dances. And why a dance-off? It wasn't advertised. <laughs> we again took part in the fancy dress as we love participating, but yet again we went unknowledged. I'm, that means unacknowledged. And it wasn't even a sing-along as the guy didn't bring the correct DVD. But no one made an announcement. This is so, so totally wrong. Bring! <laughs> <laughs> we we have to pay someone to bring a DVD in. <laughs> okay. Any, so, any any um. I want to shine some light so on any I, of that. I can. I remember vividly this occasion. I remember this day. Do yes. you want to tell them what happened on this whole day? Why don't you start with that? Because I don't remember much about this. I don't think I'm cottoning on to what you're saying, but I've got more to add. So you throw in the day. This day we went from a Spice Girls brunch to football to Mary Poppins. We got to change it. Oh no, maybe we didn't. Oh no, it went Spice Girls brunch, Mary Spice Poppins. Spice Girls, Mary Poppins, yeah. club night. Um, it was around, it was the summer of the World Cup. And so we had to do these three turnarounds a lot on a Saturday. And this one in particular, it was definitely the brunch into Mary Poppins. Cause I remember yeah. I was very sweaty and had to get changed into that huge dress. dress. Um, but yeah, so we'd had a, it was a three show day and Mary Poppins was sandwiched in the middle. The venue was kind of crazy. The whole team had to, you know, sweep up the floor. So yeah, we kind of w manically went into this lovely Disney movie night. 
So in, obviously what's funny about that bad review is she's holding us to task over what's advertised and what isn't, which, yeah. you know. Fair. Fair, completely understand. <laughs> um, in her defence, what I remember about this was that we did the Spice Girls brunch correct. We did. And it was the first time we'd done our own brunch party ourselves rather mm-hmm. than an external promoter, which meant we were under a lot of pressure. It took a lot of time. It did. We weren't quite fully prepared for what we then had to do afterwards to then put on a Mary Poppins movie night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also didn't sell very many tickets to the Mary Poppins movie night because Mary Poppins obviously an older film, didn't quite connect yes, to our audience. It, yeah. So we had to then desperately give away loads of tickets to bring people in to fill the room, which I think brought in people that weren't quite used to where we go about doing movie nights who were mm-hmm. more, expecting more of a traditional vibe. We also advertised it to sing along and then didn't get a sing along DVD. So she's <laughs> correct on that. So we don't have to play However, the there is a grey area with that because if it's a musical, you can always sing along. You can always sing along. You don't have to have the words on the screen. No, that's true. You yeah. can still sing along. We didn't tell them they couldn't. Yeah, I'd still sing along to that at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of before we really finessed our movie nights down to being the really well-slick productions they are it now. It was. And, and her point about the dancers in the middle was this was when we used to have intervals. Yeah. And... Um, myself and, and the other show team member in character, whoever it was, during the interval, we would normally stand on the side and just sort of, just stand there while people were going to the loo and whatever. And we'd normally have a game that came after, so we'd get some volunteers. And there'd always be like an interval playlist. And if it was Mary Poppins, it would have been Disney songs. And we used to then just get up and dance on the stage to fill the time. So I am defending myself there that, you know, it's just a little bit of fun. I didn't really need the shade from her, to be honest. No. That's what happens. It's you a personal know? attack, yeah. <laughs> The most vivid memory I have of that movie night is the fact that we opened up a bit late because of the brunch and we hadn't checked how long Mary Poppins was. Oh, no. And the film went on late and then the interval went on longer, probably because, you know, some dancers wanted a bit more time in the spotlight, (laughs) which meant the second half of the film didn't start too too late, which meant that Mary Poppins overran by half an hour over the beginning of the club night (laughs) afterwards. And it got to the point, and I think it was something mental, like the Rugby Sevens after party. It was something like that. It was a crazy, was like crazy huge Saturday. amount of people coming in fancy dress to the club really <laughs> early, meaning that whatever the movie was couldn't overrun, but it did. So we ended up having to put, like, I think it was about 150 people dressed as like lobsters and Spider Men in oh, the circle, upstairs, yeah. yes. asking them to be quiet so they weren't interrupting the end of Mary Poppins for what were a lot of customers who had never been here before that wanted to come to a quaint Mary Poppins movie night. Yeah, and it was they a didn't get that clusterfuck yeah. of an event so it doesn't surprise me that we might have one niggly review brilliant but I just I what I liked about it was the way it was worded and the, the the exclamations in there and the fact that it started with oh dear oh dear I like I really like that it's dramatic oh, isn't it I'm, I'm kind oh of in, dear, I'm into oh it what was her name Anonymous, Anonymous on Design My Night. What that a one. sorry little life, real, Jane. <laughs> no, she should come in and do some copywriting for us. I love it. But yeah, I, that I was my it. review. It made me chuckle. It was, you know, yeah, there and you go. A little walk down memory lane. A little walk down memory well. lane. That yeah. was our review section. That yeah, was. Very that was. nice. So we are nearing the end, we meaning are. that we're going to look at what we've got coming up mm, uh, yes. in the venue the next week, week which I guess we turn to you, Mr. Ali Wolf. You are the diary man. Is that a Mel C song? I turn to you. Yeah. I turn to you. Find out about the week ahead. The week ahead. <laughs> uh, next week we have got Radio X are coming in next week. Oh. Like those guys. They did a uh, event here in November where they live they did a big recording of mm. a band called Nothing But Thieves yep. to then stream out as content from their website. Um, and they're coming in to do that all over again this week. They're coming in next Tuesday. They're doing it for two acts. Mm-hmm. So nice. doing two shots. We're in not one allowed day. to say, are we? We are not allowed to say who they are. Secrets. I know who they are. Did we say who it was last time? Uh, nothing but thieves. Nothing but thieves yeah, yeah, was yeah. last time. Um, also, didn't realise uh, Chris Tarrant's son, yeah, Toby. Toby Tarrant, Toby Tarrant is a radio presenter. Didn't know that. Oh, yeah, um, I didn't. Who I chatted to when he was here for that event and yeah. told me that the last time he was at the Clapham Grand was for Rebel Bingo six years ago. Wow. And his mate won a panda and jumped <gasps> out of box E onto the stage to collect his prize. No. And I remember that happening because obviously I was here thinking, who is that? absolute dick that just jumped Slash out of the box legend. to win a panda. And it was Toby Tarrant's mate. And it was Toby Tarrant's mate. Like that. Well, 
Yeah, no, so, uh, lovely chap. So very they, tall. They're in next week. He'll be in again. Lovely. Mr. Tarrant, um, very tall chap indeed. He is. Um, they've got two acts performing live stream, which they'll then show all over the internet afterwards. We can't say who they are, but no. I've seen who they are and they're amazing. We will next brilliant. week. But we can after. It's going to be super excited. We'll try and pin them down and get them to chat on Ooh, the podcast. Yeah, that'd be good. If the stream doesn't cause any problems, we'll be able to do that. Um, and then we've got ITV in for another three days after that. No, not another biopic. Biopic. Not a biopic. A biopic. Um, and it's for Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Oh. From The Doors. Okay. Yeah, I don't know him well. I'm sure don't I will after the day's him, filming. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's next week. Brilliant. Nice. Coming up ahead. And that's really the end of our podcast. That is it, it for is. us today, yeah, yeah, I suppose. So I hope you enjoyed our, oh, 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 no. our biscuits. Yeah. The one thing to announce is that we're... Say. Do you want to do it? Oh. Well, I think we should... How can we hype this up even further? Um, a drum roll. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh. We're now on Spotify. Yes, yeah, so you can now find us on Spotify. This podcast will be on there. All three episodes. Well, once this as you would have been listening this to will it. Be your Yeah, third, three yeah. episodes. So yeah, find us on Spotify. You might be listening to us on Spotify already. Who knows? Um, Imagine. Oh, Imagine if people rich. actually listen to us on God, Spotify. God, that's so modern and cool. Aren't we cool? When I saw it on Spotify's page the first time I saw it, I was like... A bit mad, that, innit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm basically um, famous now. I mean, I have been for years, but now I really am. Now I'm really famous. <laughs> um, but that does conclude our podcast does, for today. So thank you so much for listening. Thank we've talked you. biscuits, we've talked murder porn, and we're now on oh, Spotify. Yeah. So tune in next week. I've been Max. I've been Claire. I've been Ali. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. She knows it. (laughs) 